Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Homo Sapiens. Now, for those of you expecting a, a normal episode, I've got news for you. Because this is actually part two that you are listening to here of a crossover Pride Celebration crossover episode of Homo Sapiens crossing over with none other than the lovely Tom Allen and Susie Ruffles podcast, Like Minded Friends. If you don't know it, what's the matter with you? It's an absolute scream. So part one of the crossover episode is over on Tom and Susie's feed. Go and have a look for it. It's called Like-Minded Friends. That's what you have to do. Search for it. And then come back here and listen to part two. If you've already heard over on Tom and Susie's feed, welcome. Do take a seat. Make yourself comfortable. Can I grab you a drink? Welcome to the House of Homo Sapiens. I'm Christopher Sweeney at a... For Pride Month, sorry everybody, I'm unloading, I'm not unloading, I'm loading the dishwasher. Open the dishwasher, just cleaned it. Well, I didn't clean it, I just opened the dishwasher. It had done its course. Everything was soaking wet. Does anyone know why that is? Is it, did I press the wrong button? Anyway, so because I'm lazy, I just still put all the wet stuff in the cupboard because I can't be bothered doing it again, let's be honest. Um... What are we doing here? Well, this is part two of my lovely crossover episode with the lovely Tom, lovely Susie. And we just had a gas about all things... It's a Pride Month special, so we're sort of talking about all things Pride. And their podcast, it's a wonderful podcast, so you've got to go back and go hit the archive, as they say. It's those two talking about... I mean, the only way I can describe it is it's just those two gassing about life. And all the listeners get involved, so it's very like Homo sapiens in that sense. Um, it is just a wonderful testament to what it is to be great friends with someone. That's what I love about it. And to be, it's sort of a, a lovely sort of portrayal of queer friendship, I suppose. And that's why I like it. Homo sapiens, for any of you who are new, is, well, where do I begin? We set it up 2017. So just after the arc, I set it up with my dear friend, Will Young, because we were sitting there chatting and I said, why is there no such thing as a gay version of Woman's Hour on Radio 4? So we got out my iPhone and started recording an episode where we chatted about queer life. And interestingly, I was saying this the other day, like we wouldn't have even called it queer life then. Um, I feel like the word queer has sort of re-entered the lexicon in a different way. 
And our first ever interview was with Owen Jones. And we kind of did this first series of 12 episodes way back when, still available on the feed. But then we did a whole episode with LGBT sex workers and we tried to get to the heart of what things that matter for queer people. And since then, it has grown and grown and grown. I've uh, co-hosted lots of seasons with Alan Cumming, the the adorable Alan Cumming, who I've just seen is actually a host of the American version of that amazing BBC show, Traitors. Uh, So I can't wait to watch him in that. And over the years, we have spoken to all of your favourite gay icons, from Claire Balding to Billy Porter. We've had Yota Motolenghi. We've had Cynthia Nixon, Tan France. We've had Debbie Harry. All of these, all available on the feed. Go back and find them. Sometimes it's profound and sometimes it's just completely silly. It is a beautiful, beautiful space that I feel blessed to talk to uh, people about every week. And um, it is hands down the most wonderful thing I have ever done with my life. It's the, the, the community of Homo sapiens, that's you listeners, are such a brilliant, wonderful, funny, if I do say so myself, what a funny bunch you all are. Um, it's absolutely heaven hearing from you each week with you writing in with your funny stories, your funny emails. And um, often ends up in a conversation about birds and bird songs that we can hear for some reason, because, well, who knows? But what's here now, what you can hear now, if I shut up, is you can hear the rest of our lovely chat with Tom and Susie. And we're having a big old gas about gay life, aren't we? Because that's what we do over on their podcast and over here on Homo Sapiens. Um, We have a new episode every Thursday. Oh, no, I've just walked over to the table. That's not. And I put a hot bowl of, I'd say, wonton soup is what I was uh, ordering if you listen to this episode of the podcast with Tom and Susie. After I then spoke to them, I put the hot wonton soup on the table and I've made a big ring on it, which is not good because this is a house I'm renting. <gasps> this is terrifying. Let's get a sponge. Let's see what's happened. If anyone's got any pointers on what, how I can get rid of a mark from a table... I put a wet... I've just wiped it. Oh, dear. Oh, no. It's gone all lumpy. If anyone's got any pointers on how you can get a heat stain, I suppose that would be, off a table, that would be absolutely wonderful. Um, Okay. We're talking about where we get our kicks, kicks from, and I was thinking about how... It is interesting because we've got I Kissed a Boy, you know, that show I was just talking about. Like, you know, and that is like, it's it's an unfiltered queer life being shown on screen. And they're still quite mm-hmm. rare. Yeah. Where did you get your kind of um, nourishment for that stuff growing up? Because, for example, like someone said two brilliant things. One is that often gay characters were spoken through bitchy girls in movies so they would make bitchy girls because gay men couldn't represent themselves on screen so they would make a bitchy girl character and that would kind of be the gay person which is kind of gay male really rumor about golden girls really but it was oh really based on four sort of aging gays gays i don't know don't quote me on that that would make perfect sense that in quite a colloquial way of like it wouldn't have been because i think the writers were gay and so, like, I mean, it wouldn't have been... They, they couldn't have possibly had... I can't... I, I, I don't know. Do you know, know I, I wouldn't want to say... I wouldn't want to say. But 
But but obviously they wouldn't have had four gay guys living together and one being like absolutely lusting after young men. That would have been to- that would have been seen as totally inappropriate. Not that it is. But it would have been seen as that. But it adds up, right? Yeah, because the the other thing I was going to say is that because people say that that's what Sex and the City was, it was about yeah. four gay men. It was basically four straight women behaving how gay men behave. And I was like, ah, oh, that's so fascinating. Oh, do you think, but do you think though that gay men would be like, oh, I'm going to try that? You know, I don't know if the gay men would have been so, because um, at times they're quite like Charlotte, like quite questioning of things. But I suppose actually, you know, she would work as a gay man, just a sort yeah, of quite I naive that, gay man. Yeah. And it's always, gay man. it's always slightly coded, I suppose, is what I'm saying. You know, like we got our, we got our nourishment, but it was always slightly coded or we were looking for stuff like, I always remember me and my friend talking about Anthony Crank on T4. And I remember, do you remember him, presenter? No. So this is where you both go, we're younger than you, Chris. Um, So T4, like... I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm still in my 30s. (laughs) And I would say like mid... Still is, sort of late mids, 30s. Late mids. This is an intergenerational podcast. Yeah. Yes, oh exactly. Am I just, have I just come on here as an elder? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> you're on you, as. Chris? You're and 41. You're 101. 41. Yeah. 41 as of me and Kylie both celebrated our birthday just a few days ago. Just a did few you, days ago. Did you do something together? No. No. I wish we had. I mean, why else did I come to Australia? Australia. Exactly. I'm wondering why you're there. (laughs) She's in London at the moment. It's a whole thing. Oh, what a shame. Um, Anthony Crank, he was a T4 presenter. He was when Steve Jones was on, a little bit pre-Grimmy, I think, early days. And he used to say loads of little gay coded things. Like he used to talk about like going Mm. to fire the nightclub in Vauxhall, but he would like drop it in and he'd be like, oh, was it a fire? And me and my friend Andy used to be like, oh my God, can you believe it? Because it was all, you know, subterfuge. I didn't have anyone like that. I've got to say it. Really? That's that's what I wanted to know. No, there there was someone called Giorgio Cal who is now like a PT and fitness person because I follow them on Instagram, but Mm. they were on T4 at the same time as Simon Amstel. Oh. Oh. Uh, And I felt... uh, Tingle? I don't know. No, no, not even like that, but like I found like a kinship. I was like, oh, I think you're a bit like me. I don't even know. I think so. I think think so, so. yeah. Lesbian of this parish. Mm. Um, (laughs) The... um, (laughs) <laughs> but I think that there were so few and far between that it was quite hard to find. Yeah, no, that's and if somebody was, or you heard a rumor, then I would be like glued to them. I would. Be oh yeah, I mean, all Katie Tunstall had to do was wear rainbow um, oh. suspenders on uh, suspenders. I mean, braces, braces on the cover of an album. That woman is straight. I am not kidding you. The lesbians have kept her in work. She wow. Consistently because she wore some rainbow. I do wonder about like, her sometimes, yeah. Maybe what? she, maybe, she, who knows. But I, I distinctly remember being, like, her having an enormous lesbian following and me being like, I don't think she's gay. Mm-hmm. I think she just had rainbows on her. Not to say that lesbians wouldn't have enjoyed her music anyway, but I think that that sort of, like, Pink's got short hair. And honestly, everyone's just like, she's married to a man. But, like, I'm going to see her next week. What about KD Lang? Yeah, she's she's out. She's she's out. out. She's out. She's She's out out a big way. Was that not was that not somebody to? um... I don't think I was even (sighs) aware of Katie Lang. 
Oh yeah, because as well there were a lot. Like I didn't know Michael Stipe was gay until much further down the mm. road, and I sort of think, oh, I would have enjoyed having a crush on him as a teenager. Mm. Um, but he wasn't out. Although actually, sorry, he says that he was out. He says that he he was out, but he just chose not to publicize it or something. Uh, it was, okay. He had a very cool response. He was like, I never lied, but no one asked or something, you know. Oh, he's so cool. But And also the signs were there with those kind of like lyrical, you know, lyrical songs that he, that R.E.M. have. Darren Hayes from Savage Garden, when he came on out, he said that it, once Savage Garden was sort of finished and he was doing his solo stuff, him coming out was like a direct reason for why he lost his record contract. In America, they were like, we can't sell you. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. And so... There were people that were sort of trying to be there for us. <laughs> and mm-hmm. other people were saying, no. No, no, no. <gasps> but, okay, so here's a question for you both, because you have to go up and down the country and you've got to please audiences. Sure. Do you, I mean... Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> anything to get the door numbers up. So the, do, you, do you have to, in any way, censor your queer content? Like, do you sometimes do that? I I like to talk about some queer experiences, but I do I do sort of have to contextualise it sometimes. But mm-hmm. I guess that's that's because not everybody in the audience is is blessed. So um, <laughs> so um, so I sometimes contextualise it, which I suppose it makes sense. But I suppose it's just an extra bit you have to do, which mm. straight straight performers wouldn't have to do. But Suze, what do you think? Well, I think you and I are slightly different because Tom does a lot of sort of mainstream. TV, you do like a lot of hosting and stuff. You do a lot of the mainstream telly stuff. So your audience is probably even broader than mine. Although I get, I, I think people are quite often surprised by the fact that I've got quite a straight audience in a way. Like obviously there's lo- always loads of gay people there. And in different places it will seem more gay. Mm. But, um, but I think that having, you know, if you do a show like Live at the Apollo that lots of people watch, or you put clips up online. But, but what I've done in the new show that I'm doing in sort of a, it's in quite a camp way, is I do a bit at the top where I let straight people know that they're welcome here. <laughs> and that this is a safe space. And I'll talk to a straight couple and be That's like, I great. want this to mean nice. as much to you as it does to Leanne and Katie. You know, I want this to be a great night for you. And so, but, but, but just sort of very slightly turning that whole experience on its head mm-hmm. of like, I know what it's like being the odd ones out and I don't want you to feel like that. That's amazing. You know, and I've got, and, and but, but it's, just, it's probably a two minute bit in total, but it's, it's just a slight nod to that. And mm. there's a couple of points where I might go back in the show and then go, you know, because I love straight people, you know that, don't you? You know, or whatever. <laughs> and I think I do that because I'm trying to be as, sounds very American, <laughs> apologies, Tom, very, I know, you, I know how you feel about the American lexicon. Mm. Um, no, I just, I no, I just don't. If we stop becoming um, talking like Americans, I, that's you know, I, we have a lot. We have American listeners, of course, and we love those guys. But I love Americans. Some of my best friends are. And <laughs> I, but what what I'm saying is, I think that I, I try to be as authentically me as possible mm-hmm. because I felt so at sea when I was younger because I mm. really didn't see anyone like me. Mm-hmm. But now that I am in a you know, I'm not super famous, but because I do something in quite a public way, I feel like, and there's still not that many of us. No. The, the gay women that were on television when I was growing up are still the same three gay women that are on television now, really. Sandy Toxvig, mm-hmm. Sue Perkins, Claire Balding, all doing sort of a clever lesbian thing. 
Mm-hmm. It's a bit desexualized, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. And so I feel like I sort of owe it to maybe the young people in the room and maybe my teenage self to be like, this is my life. Yeah. And I'm going to just bet whether I succeed in that, who knows. <laughs> You That's absolutely kind of do. Sorry. You absolutely do, and I think I think it is serious. And I think it's important, and you're fucking funny while doing it. So, well, I, you I take my show. hat off to you, Tom. How do you let the people out there know that you're a man of a certain persuasion? <laughs> you know, Chris, it's funny. <laughs> I, they, uh, they, they gasp when I tell them <laughs> that women faint. And also some men. Um, they, yeah, because uh, it is, it attracts a very Edwardian crowd. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tom has to take smelling salts for the audience. Can you imagine? Salt. That's one of my merch items, smelling salts. <laughs> I love Brilliant. that. You should oh. yeah. replace them with poppers. Yes, I should, yeah. <laughs> Technically the same thing. I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but I, I, I did, the, when I started out, like in, 2005, if you can imagine such a time, I did find, as we say, like that people were, in a sense like, oh, do you have to go on about being gay? Mm. Why are you talking about this gay stuff? And I was like, well, if I don't mention it, then the audience is like, what is this person? Or so someone will shout it out. Or someone will shout it out. Um, and and so I feel like, you know, I felt, I felt for a long time of like, and I, I didn't know what to do. And then I just sort of was like, I just talked about it straight off the bat. and back, mm-hmm. back But I think it. that... Um, t- and then Tom, people then would be like, oh, sorry. I think Tom sort of uh, being sort of so unapologetically himself has done sort of great things for the comedy, for comedy in the UK and certainly for gay acts. I found when I first met Tom, he'd been doing stand-up for quite a while any, before that. And a, few, a good few years you've been doing stand-up when I started in like 2010, something like that. And well, yeah, um, I found Tom... And I was like a fan of his before, you know, from seeing you at like the Banana Cabaret and places like that. But I found Tom very inspiring how much he was himself on stage. Oh, I felt like that amazing. was something that I should Soon. aim to do myself. Soon. By the way, the Banana <laughs> Cabaret is not a gay club, just so you know. Yeah, the Banana Cabaret isn't a gay club, but it should um, be. It should have been. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for saying that, Suze. Uh, well, I, I suppose after a while, like a lot of things, I just went, you know what? Fuck just it. Gonna, you know, basically, yeah. I just mm-hmm. went, and somebody said to me, life, you know, you're not here for a long time, you're here for a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just was like, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy this uh, and just get on with it. And not, I don't know, not sort of, because you waste so much energy, don't you? Just mm. like, trying to hide things. So I just, or trying to work out what people want and actually just go, ugh, you take me as I am. It's so great. It's so great. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A good audience member, straight, gay, somewhere in between, who cares? What they're really looking for is sort of a connection to a person. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I don't think that, you know, I, I can watch someone like Mickey Flanagan, who's a very mainstream yes. male stand-up, and go, I really relate to that. That is so much like my uncle. That is so much like my family. Yes. Mm. I really get that. And the sexuality and gender, it doesn't even come into it. That's not even a play there. And so mm. I think that as audiences are becoming more used to seeing queer comics. And, in, and, you know, there's obviously been many, many stand-ups that have come before us that are queer, but as that's becoming more and more mainstream and people will go and see all kinds of performers, you know, not, not just stand-up, but that the, the people are very a lot more willing to sort of make connections to anyone rather than someone that is exactly like them, I think. Yeah, that's certainly true. And Joe Lysett's done that really well, mm-hmm. I think. And but I, you, do you know Morgan Reese? Is it Morgan Reese? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you know yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, right. I love his stuff, and like he's talking about really super gay stuff, but for a very mm-hmm. broad audience. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking great. He's really Reese Nicholson. Reese Nicholson, oh, Aussie comic. Oh, okay. oh, you must uh, see him in Australia, Chris. You love Australia. Well, I must exactly. They are the judge on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Oh, I know this person. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh. But there's, you know, there's lots of people that are doing it, like Jim Brister and Zoe Lyons. There's lots of... Oh, yeah. I'd say Zoe, Zoe, and Zoe Lyons, I mean, amazing. And she was one yeah. of the first sort of queer performers I saw back in the day, 2005. Um, oh, my God. And, um, imagine. Yeah. Imagine. And she was kind of always, you know, trailblazing. And, yes, um, absolutely. Like that. And just sort of always just been brilliant. So, yeah, I think, um, I mean, do you find it, Chris, when you're pitching, <clears throat> when you're pitching narrative things, mm-hmm. do you find that there is an audience for that sort of thing? Or or our, our broadcasters still a bit like, mm, we don't have a gay storyline will only appeal to gay people. Or are they like, we've had it, it's a sin. So we've sort of done with gay stuff yeah. for a bit. I think fundamentally, mm-hmm. it's still considered niche. You know what I mean? Right. And I think yeah. that like It's a Sin really connected with lots of people. And I think everyone would quite like to have that again. But they sort of semi, you know, don't necessarily want to have to go through all the harumph of trying to work out whether this will be the next It's a Sin. Because you could mm-hmm. just yeah. make a show about a dead body washing up on a beach and... It all happens in a seaside what, and then town. All the, all the gays in sitches then have to like, figure out who's in it. <laughs> Who it was. Yeah. So I think, oh God, you know, I, I do. <laughs> you did too. Um, so, you know, it's like. Oh my God, uh, all of us did. And that's how they're all linked. It's a bit like an inspector calls. <laughs> <laughs> they're all connected to the body. Yeah. But just because they've all slept with this person. Yeah. yeah. I think we, have we pitched something just now? I think, I think so. we have. What's the title? I want to say, is there a pun on an inspector calls? But it's, it's I know, I was thinking, game. I went, an inspector, and then I went, dick, and then I went, no. <laughs> dick Tracy, yeah. Of course. There we go. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think it's that. But I don't think... Something about di- it had to be something about dicks, didn't it? You know, yeah. it typical... Did. Well, also, what? it was... It came back to being a gay thing as well. You know, and I think, like, where is the lesbian show that is It's a Sin? Oh, yeah. Oh. No existy. Um, yeah. You know, and the, like the L word, the new L word, like, did people like it? I don't really know. I think people did like it a bit, but now they were making it. But it's it's insane to me that they're like, let's keep going with this one thing. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, I think lesbian is certainly still considered as niche. So unless yeah. it's a lesbian drama. niche, a lesbian niche, hmm. yes. like a sort of um, like a neck thing. Like oh, I see. It's like again, a shelving unit. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, like I think oh, lesbian yes, niche no. is actually a cupboard in IKEA. IKEA. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's got um, an umlaut over it. Of course. <laughs> um, but yes, lesbian content happens when we are dressed as Victorians. But you, you, have do, the, you have the Brookside yes. kiss. Yes, we did. And the fact that we're still talking about that, you're right. Yeah, you know, once every 30 years. I don't know what the problem is. What more more do you want? What more do you want? What more do you want? What's the matter with you? Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm like. I'm just our work. Cheer up. Cheer up. Cheer up. Love is not a poser. Yes. Yes. Um, Still considered niche, though. That's interesting, isn't it? But then I always think, well, everybody's niche, aren't they? Everybody's. You, You know, not everybody's an archetype. Yeah. I mean, I think people, people like straight or not, uh, everybody's quite uh, performative in their personalities, but mm. at the same time, we all are unique in our way. So mm. I sort of think there sure. would be... Um, well, um, as someone said, someone better than us, it's all drag, right? Yeah. Uh, all RuPaul said, dra- yeah. Oh, it was RuPaul. <laughs> we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Yeah, you know, and it's, um, we're all trying to be summoned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what? Do you, who? Who do we all want to be then, Chris? Who do you want to be? What do you? Do you know who I really wanted to be growing up? A role model. I, I, there wasn't a role model. I was just like, if I could be like him, it would all be all right. Do you remember Craig? That River Hallwood. No, it was a straight oh. man, obviously, because they had self hate. Oh, Craig from Big Big Brother. No, although I did fancy him. He now does the Everest Windows advert. He does, and I'm tempted to get some just for that. <laughs> I don't think he installs them. No, no, I'm talking about a different Craig, though. What was he? He was like Craig. a Blue Peter presenter, and he was called Craig, and he had brown hair. Yes. Craig Doyle. Yes. Oh, my God. No? no? Nothing. He did some um, window. I'm sure Craig Doyle. Yes, that's what I mean, yeah. I used to want, I was like, if I could be him, it would all be all right. But I would say because I kind of fancied him. Who did you want to be, Tom? Yeah. No, no coward. Well, Tick, you succeeded. Um, Susie? <laughs> 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 Susie? Susie, come on. Who do I want to be? Susie. Susie. Or can still want to be? I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Sure, Sandra Bullock. Sure, great actress. Seems like a nice person. In what in what um, capacity? In in a particular film, or just as her sort of dancing? The Miss Congeniality, surely. Uh, Practical Magic. I'd like to be a witch. We're not, we're not idiots. I'd like, to be. I'd like to be a witch. Oh, okay. There you go. You had it. Well, then we've we've sorted that out. Um, Chris, it's been this such a joy been, to talk to you. This has been wonderful. 
This has been such a treat, such a lovely Pride a Month. Pod <laughs> which I've only recently realised Pride Month is not when Pride is. Yeah, it's very confusing. You know that? I remember that from last year and I'd forgotten until you just said it. Yeah, and yeah, again, I think I knew this before and then I forget. So <laughs> I don't understand what Pride Month is. But, um, so, but, um, but whatever be, it is, be proud. Just be proud, everyone. For goodness sake, if anyone asks, be yeah. proud. You're proud. But I've seen a lot of rainbow flags everywhere, which is very nice. But mm. as Alfie will say, how can you how can you claim this as pride of any sort when you're not ironing your flags? He oh, will I love get that. furious. He will. Really? I think if Al- Alfie's uh, contribution to all pride would be going around with a steamer against so many of those those, those scrunched up pride flags. I genuinely I think there are some people who can see creases and some who can't because my husband is obsessed with things being creased. And I'm like, well, uh, I can't see any creases. I see. That shirt hanging behind you, Tom, I would creased. say has no creases. Uh. No, it's creased because that's just come in from, well, it was outside in the heat. But mm-hmm. then when we went out to my mum's surprise 70th birthday, when I was not feeling my best, mm-hmm. we brought them in. Who I'm would sorry. iron them out of you two? Alfie. Interesting. But I like starch. So anyway, that's uh, another point. Well, of course, no carrot. No um, this has been beautiful. I'm going to go and watch the the season reunion of I Kissed a Boy now. Well, you guys have a lovely, lovely Pride Month. And have a wonderful you. Pride Month. Thank we'll you for allowing this mash up. And, and enjoy we'll Pride. Soon. Yeah, we'll yeah. see you soon. Well, enjoy Pride, which is this month and also in your local town and also in your local village. And also I imagine there's some sort of Pride event happening. And also maybe internally. Mm. And maybe internally, but you can have that whenever you like. Mm. All right. Well Chris, done, we'll see team. you again. We should do this again, please. Chris, I'd love yeah, to do I'd this love again. That. I okay. honestly, I, I like. I haven't said it enough. I love your podcast. I love listening to you two talk, oh. and to be like to to be a rose among two thorns. No, other way. Ah. Um, has, has been an absolute delight. Absolute delight. Bye then. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Pressing stop. Pressing stop. Pressing stop. Powered by Spirit Studios.